The Permian Basin is an abundant oil and gas producing area. Already one of the world's leading oil producing regions, the area in West Texas and Southeastern New Mexico could nearly double crude oil production by the year 2023. But who are the leaders behind this economic powerhouse? And what is their story? This is Permian Perspective. I'm your host, Krista Escamilla. Today's show is sponsored by Baker Hughes, who recently launched a new and reimagined Baker Hughes brand. As an energy technology company, they strive to make energy safer, cleaner, and more efficient for people and the planet. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Permian Perspective. I'm sitting here today in Midland, Texas with Tracy Bentley, the CEO of Permian Strategic Partnership. Tracy, thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me back. I know. I'm so excited. I can't believe it's been a year since we visited. A lot has happened in a that year. A lot has happened. Oh, what a difference a year makes. And just so so everyone knows the date of today's recording, it is March 19th, 2020. And as many of you know, we are going through a pandemic and a lot of changes due to the COVID-19. And as you mentioned, a lot of changes in the past year. So we'll we'll get to all that in a minute. First, Tracy, I want to thank you, of course, for being here. And I want to thank our listeners for joining us. You have left such kind comments on uh, not only on Facebook, but also through iTunes, leaving those five-star reviews. So thank you so much. We really appreciate you for sharing those kind words, and also for sharing our podcast with friends and family and colleagues. We now have listeners all over the world, and of course, right here in the Permian Basin. And I appreciate each and every one of you. So feel free to leave a review, stop by and send me an email, go to permianperspective.com, however you want to connect. I'd love to connect with all of you. So Tracy, thanks again for being here. The Whoa, so much has happened. The COVID-19 pandemic has created a new reality for daily activities around the world and in the United States. There are efforts that are underway to encourage social distancing and self-quarantining, and they're becoming more common. Well, with the 2020 census efforts in full swing and in-person follow-up visits pending, it will be imperative to encourage census participation over the phone or online, which is available for the first time in this year's count. Tell us a little bit about your partnership with PSP and the Census Education Campaign, which is called the Permian Counts. Thank you, Krista. Well, I can't think of another region in the entire country that has more to gain from an accurate census count. As we all know, who live here, we know that due to our growth, we have a lot of challenges that come along with that. And that is by way of, of housing and healthcare and roads, education, workforce development, all the things that the PSP works on. But one of the, we feel like one of the priorities needs to be on making sure that every person in the Permian, if you live here, if you're here 50% or more of the time, you need to be counted here because that is directly linked to federal resources that should absolutely come to the Permian if we all agree that being counted needs to be a priority. Otherwise, the resources that are designated for right here are going to go elsewhere to the places that were counted. And so all we have to do is make it our our individual responsibility to go online and be counted. And we'll see resources potentially that our region has never seen before. So in the past, I if I remember this correctly, we would get a packet in the mail, we would fill out the little questionnaire, send it back, and then maybe someone would come to our door and follow up right? Is that how the process was in the past, but is now changing? You're exactly right. That's how it's been done for years and Mm -hmm. years. This year, it's changed due to technology. Mm -hmm. And people like the convenience of filling it out online. You can do it directly from your cell phone, your iPad, your computer. 
But then you add the coronavirus on top of it. And so much of that door-to-door and reminding and encouraging people, educating them face-to-face is not going to happen, or at least it's certainly suspended. And so now it's really incumbent on all of us as individuals to take the time to educate ourselves and to go online and do it ourselves and just make it a priority. So what is the fastest way to do this and easiest? Because, well, to be honest, a lot of us are staying home now a lot more. And with Governor Abbott just announcing today that going into effect tomorrow night, bars and restaurants will be closed to indoor dining. And also, you can't be in a group of 10 or more people. We are going to be home a lot more. How can they do this with this time? Absolutely. So a couple of resources for you. If you go to thepermiancounts.com, We've got economic studies that will show people just the importance of getting an accurate count and honestly, the ramifications of if we don't, what we're going to lose out on. So those numbers are really compelling and important for us. And number two, we list out all the resources and helpful tips on how to fill it out. It's actually very, very easy, but I know if you've never done it before, new things can be intimidating. And so our website will help guide you to resources that will help walk you through that. Of course, you can always visit the U.S. Census Bureau and then it will take you directly to the form that, that you can fill out. It takes, I hear on average, about a minute, minute and a half to fill out. So it's really simple and easy to do. In the past, once again, I don't know what the numbers are, but what was your turnout like? Did you get a good response from people that did the mail-in version versus now this new technology way? Sure. So nationwide, we had a, an average of about a 2% undercount, if you will, last year which doesn't sound too bad at all. Right, right. But let me just throw some numbers at you. So a 2% undercount this year would result in a in a regional loss, so in the Permian Basin, of $1.1 billion in gross product. That's about $112 million a year, as well as about 13,000 jobs, all because we didn't fill out a form that takes a minute and a half to be counted. And that's a 2% undercount. Now we know it's even more challenging Mm -hmm. because of the state of things and what's going on here. And also the Permian Basin is very, it's much more rural in nature as we know. And so access to things like the internet can't be taken for granted here in every place. So I feel like we're even more challenging, if you will, to get a good count. And that's why making it a priority, I'm hoping that we can reduce that 2% undercount 1% or let's go over 100% would be great. But those are numbers just to give you an example of a 2% undercount. Do you feel or are you worried that the state of oil and gas right now will affect that count and affect people because of the worriedness that is going on in their daily life from getting them on there? I do think that that's going to provide an extra challenge, again, that most of the country's not going to face. And right here in the heart of the Permian, we're going to face it more than anybody. Along those lines, our rotational workforce causes challenges that don't exist anywhere else. And I think it's so important for people to understand that if you spend 50% of your time here, you need to fill out the census here. There's some misinformation, or I think some folks think that, well, my family may live in a different city, different part of Texas, maybe in even another state. And so that's where I'm going to fill out my census. Well, the guidelines say it's where you spend 50% of your time. And so getting mm-hmm. people to understand what they call home for the census, maybe they're counting something different. So those of our friends out there that have a lake house in, <laughs> say, in Granbury, or maybe you're at Lake Travis, but you're here more, please fill out the census here because you are here more than 50% of the time. That's exactly right. right. And that's where they want the resources to be dedicated towards. And what I've been telling people is, if you don't know, if you're on the fence, when in doubt, fill it out. And mm-hmm. the U.S. Census Bureau will figure out where where you should be, be counted most of the time. But if you have any doubt, go ahead and fill it out. That's a good idea. And of course, we will put the Permian Count website in our show notes for you to go to 
after this podcast, if you say, hey, well, I need to go to that website and check it out and go fill this out now, that that would be great. So we will definitely put that in your show notes. Once again, I'm speaking to CEO Tracy Bentley of Permian Strategic Partnership. And we're talking about the importance of filling out the census because this really is such a timely, really timely matter that we need everybody to do right now so that we can get an accurate count and, as you mentioned, get that funding. That's right. right. I feel like now more than ever, there's it's never been more important for us to get this count. We already know that because of the challenging economic times that we're going to need more more resources, and we may see those via stimulus package coming from the federal government. But these resources that we're talking about via the census are long-lasting, sustainable, permanent, if you will, resources that aren't going to come and go. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to provide basic stability and honestly services for public safety, our veterans, our seniors, healthcare, education, housing, all of that that we so desperately need. Thank you, Tracy. I know that you are deep in the heart of what's going on right now and listening and learning and reading everything that you can. What is the state of oil and gas in what you've been reading and how are we going to get helped by the federal government? Have you read anything today that maybe we could give some new information on? I haven't. I'm well aware, like everybody else, that those conversations are happening in Washington, D.C. and federal government's reaching out to states to find ways that that can be helpful what I can tell you is that even in the downturn and these, this interesting economic time, the Permian Basin is still the preferred place for energy production. And there's no doubt we are feeling it and we're going to feel it. But long term, the Permian will remain productive and we're not going to see folks pick up and move and leave it barren, if you will. I think right. we're going to continue to see production even during this downturn. I know many of our listeners watch the oil prices up and down, up and down. I know I do too. I'm right there with you. I've got a little bit of good news today. It went back up to 25 and we hope we see more green arrows. What advice would you give to those living here in the Permian and beyond? Because we have listeners really tied to oil and gas all over the world to really keep their spirits up about what is happening here. Because you and I both know that Permian basins are resilient. We are Permian strong. We're going to keep on trucking. We're, we're not, we're not going to give up. So what advice would you give? That's right. And what you just described, Chris, is, is one of the many reasons why I absolutely love living here. And I feel like it's been my home for much longer than it actually has. But what I would tell folks is, yeah, it, we're going to feel it and we're going to hurt it. But, and it's going to hurt a little bit, but we're going to remain for the long haul. And so hang in there and know that this industry is going, again, to continue to produce, probably not to the degree that we have. In fact, we know we're not going to. So we're going to wait it out and keep producing even at $20 barrel in oil until conditions improve and then we'll ramp back up again. But we're not going to we're not going to leave. Right. And that's the thing. I mean, we're, we're all here. We're going to all stick it out together. And that's right. I always say this too shall pass. And we will we'll be here together to continue to work on those issues that I know the Permian Strategic Partnership is so strong about. And for those of you that maybe didn't listen to our, our previous podcast, we talked about the road issues. The roads still need help, right? I mean, the roads are still, we, we are still busy on the roads. We still have potholes on the roads. We still have people that are, you know, dealing with some of those same issues. It may just seem like it's on a smaller, you know, need right now, but it's still there. You're exactly right. The Permian Strategic Partnership is comprised of 20 of the largest producing companies in the country, but certainly in the Permian Basin. And the fact that they said now more than ever, 
the Permian Basin needs leadership and efforts to continue to work on the things that you just described. Mm -hmm. Just because we're in an economic downturn or hard times doesn't mean that we can't we need to still work on things like access to healthcare. That's now, again, probably more important than ever. Right. Our roads need to see improvement, our education, all of those things. And so the Permian Strategic Partnership is not going to pause on our work. We're going to continue to fund initiatives working with the community and partnership right through this. So we're going to be here. Let's talk about some of the great initiatives and the great work you've done in the past year, because I know there has been so much that we've really seen a lot of the oil companies just really pouring their heart and soul into this community. Yeah. Last year was our first full year up and running, and we spent over $30 million on six initiatives. And the initiatives that we fund are really go to the to the critical needs, the areas that we just spoke about. And so we were one of many funders in the IDEA public charter schools that are coming to Midland, Odessa. We're thrilled about that. We also here very recently announced our partnership with Texas Tech and hospitals across the basin, including Southeast New Mexico and certainly here in West Texas, where we are funding more doctor residencies because we know that attracting and retaining new doctors to the area is challenging. And it is due to the other things. It's all cyclical. Affordable Mm -hmm. housing is an issue and road safety and all those things. So really pouring resources and thought into recruiting and retaining and encouraging them to stay has been something that's been our goal for a while. And so we're thrilled about this partnership and hope that it works so well that we can expand it even. That was another, what we would call a success. We also were able to fund teacher housing subsidy to find out because affordable housing is an issue for, again, attracting and retaining quality teachers. And so even bringing rent down by 20% in a partnership that we were able to do is to make it more affordable to live here. And so we know that teachers are, are using that in both Midland and Odessa, and I'm excited to see the results. But again, maybe that's something that needs to be ongoing. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your hard work and pouring into our community. What is your favorite thing about living in the basin for the past year? Oh, my goodness. Um, (laughs) We have had the best time. I don't know. The barbecue here is just (laughs) over the top. A little different than Colorado? (laughs) A lot different. I tell my friends, you don't even know what barbecue is until you come down here. So true. (laughs) But honestly, it's really what you hit on earlier. We feel like we've known some of our friends that we've met in the past year for all of our lives. And we Just the camaraderie and the spirit down here is unlike anywhere that we've seen, and we love to be part of it, and we really feed off the energy of the folks down here and the pride that they have, and so it's been pretty amazing. Fantastic. Well, we're so glad you're here. And I know last time I I probably asked you this because I always love to know what people are reading or listening to. Do you have a favorite book or podcast that you're listening to right now? You know, right now I'm reading a book and gosh darn it. And it's, oh, I don't know. It feels like it's about a foot thick, Um, (laughs) but it's about the the history and the heritage of West Texas. Oh, fantastic. Um, Yeah. And about how, you know, the all the various industries all just hasn't been oil and gas all the time. Um, right, right. Talks a lot about agriculture and the history of the area. And now that you put me on the spot, I cannot spit out the, the name, but it's going to take okay. me a while. I'll just Google best book <laughs> that's thick about West Texas and go. it'll come up. But I love that, that you're learning more about West Texas, because I think it is important when you move somewhere to dive into the culture and to learn the history. And we do always have people that are moving in and out of the basin. And as many who have been through through booms and busts around here know that if you know we're in a downturn now, we are going to see things turn around and it's going to go back up. So new people will be moving back into the basin. And I love that you are still learning about what makes it so great here. I think that's fantastic. What's the most important lesson that you have learned? Maybe in it doesn't have to necessarily be in the last year being here, but in life. I think I've known this for most of my adult life, but being down here for a year 
has just really put that exclamation mark on it. And it's some, it's advice that I give to my kids. I don't know if they listen to it, but certainly anybody <laughs> who asks and it's, it's okay to be uncomfortable. And in fact, I think it's important to be uncomfortable as I reflect back on my professional life, certainly and my personal, the times where I experienced the most growth was when I was uncomfortable. Right. If we constantly operate in our comfort zone, we will never truly reach our potential. And I've even though it is uncomfortable, um, right. I sometimes when I get uncomfortable, I have to think, okay, this is growth time. This is when you're going to grow. And it's something that it took me a while to realize, but it's absolutely true. It is true. My husband's told that to our kids several times. You have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Absolutely. And that can apply to any aspect of your life, whether it's in sports, if it's in the classroom, if it's in the workplace. Sometimes it's going to feel, you're going to get the butterflies. It's going to feel a little different because you haven't done this before. But once you do it, you're going to be so glad you did. That's exactly And right. you're going to learn something from it. So good advice. And your kids should listen. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell them. Sometimes they listen to other, right? Other moms before. Yes. I, I understand. I understand. Um Let's let's just kind of close things out with a reminder of the Permian counts because I think that is so important that everyone does go fill out that information. Let's just give one final push. Is there anything we haven't mentioned about it that you think is so important that you really want all of our listeners to know? Yeah, two things really. Number one, when we ask people, are you going to fill out the census early on? We got two interesting common themes back. Number one was, oh, we're going through a census right now. It's census year. So the basic awareness that this is happening right now needs to increase significantly. So yes, we are going through once every 10 years census count. That is happening right now as we speak. Number two, the other reason people said, well, I don't matter. I mean, if I don't fill mine out, if ever, you know, plenty of other people will, so I don't matter. But there it goes. If everybody thinks like that, then we're going to get a significant undercount. And so every person in this basin who is here more than 50% of the time absolutely matters. So I don't want any of your listeners or any of anybody here to think that they're, that filling out their ballot doesn't matter because it does. That was great. Great information. And so true because when you said that, I just realized 10 years flew by <laughs> that right. fast. And to think we, oh wait, we are in another census count. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it was just yesterday, but it wasn't. That's right. And so it's uh, so important. Great information. Please, everyone take Tracy's advice, go to the permiancounts.com and fill this information out. We would love to make sure that we get all the representation we can here in West Texas. We need it now more than ever. And we need each and every one of you to be counted. So Tracy, thank you so much. I appreciate you being here. And we want to let everyone know that, of course, Permian Strategic Partnership is here to stay. You're on social media. You're on Facebook. The Permian Counts is as well. So just dive in, get that information, see how you can help. And let's continue to support our wonderful community of the Permian Basin. And we're all in this together. So let's help each other out and be strong together and go get your census vote counted right now. <laughs> I cannot say it enough. I feel like now I'm going to go tell everybody. Like everybody good. I see, hey, have you filled out your census? <laughs> I hey, love you. it. <laughs> that's it. That's what we need to do. We need to spread that good yes. cheer of filling out your census. So yes. Tracy, thank you again. I appreciate you. Thank you for all you do. And thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Well, usually we always announce a community MVP at the end of our show. And today I have several community MVPs. Because as you know, we are going through something we've never gone through before. And we are seeing people step up like in true West Texas fashion, as they always do. But I want to share a special thank you to our grocery store workers, nurses, doctors, educators, first responders, farmers, city and government officials who are all working overtime 
to make sure that our country locally and around the world continue to run as smooth as they can during these uncertain times. If you have a chance, take the time and just say thank you. It's that easy. Just walk up to them, say thank you so much for all you're doing. And from all of us here at Permian Perspective, we appreciate each and every one of you and what you're doing to help during this pandemic. Well, special thank you again to Baker Hughes for sponsoring Permian Perspective. As you know, Baker Hughes recently launched a new and reimagined Baker Hughes brand. And as an energy company, they are striving to make energy safer, cleaner, and more efficient for people on the planet. Thanks again for joining us. I appreciate each and every one of you for sharing time today. This concludes the episode of Permian Perspective, the story behind the oil and gas leaders in the Permian Basin. Just remember, dream big and believe in yourself and never, ever give up. You make it a great day. Oh, and don't forget to fill out your census form. Hey everybody, Alex here with the events on deck for the next month. We have some exciting things coming up, two happy hours, one in Pittsburgh and one in Denver. So the first one will be happening on March 22nd at Bubba's Gourmet Burgers and Beer. This event will be from 4 to 7 and will feature a live recording of Oil & Gas This Week with Jake Corley and Mark LaCour. So be sure to check that out. You can sign up via our social medias. We have an Eventbrite sign up and should be good to go from there. The next event will be a happy hour in Denver at Liberty Oilfield Services on April 2nd. Once again, check our social medias for the Eventbrite sign up and sign up there. As some of our social media followers may know, we are headed to Aberdeen, Scotland the first week of March, in a couple days actually, for DokuruCon, creating high-impact sales and energy. Dokuru is excited to launch its very first sales development conference, and OGGN's Mark and Patrick will be hosting a panel and recording a live podcast, so we're really excited to be joining that. The Leaders in Industry Luncheon is on March 11th at the Petroleum Club of Houston, Port of the Future is happening on March 10th and 11th in Houston. Your registration to the Port of the Future conference also allows you access to exclusive events, including TSA Security and Terrorism, Research Showcase, and many more. So be sure to view the agenda and see what they are offering. The Houston Energy Breakfast will be on March 20th at the Norris Conference Center in Houston. The API Energy Houston 3-Gun Chapter will be on March 20th. This event is filling up very quickly, so make sure to get a team in as soon as possible. The BP Energy Outlook 2020 Edition will be on April 21st. It's happening online, and this event is about transitions that will take place to a low-carbon energy system. That's all for this month, everybody. Hope you guys have a good month, and check back in next month to see what events we're having. Thanks. Tune in next week for another episode of Permian Perspective, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at www.oggn.com.